Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE Extreme Rules 2019, which aired on uh, Sunday, July 14th, 2019. Uh, recording this episode in the park, in a park, uh, near Wells, the Wells Fargo Center, actually. The, um, I'm recording this on Monday afternoon before I head back to the airport to fly home. And, uh, so I apologize for the wind sound. There's a bus idling behind me and stuff like that. But, um, I figure I'd get my thoughts on last night's show, um, on, uh, on the podcast here before, uh, Monday Night Raw tonight. Cause I'm, I'm really excited to see what happens next. Um, so overall, I, I really enjoyed this show. I absolutely loved parts of it. And even the parts that I, uh, even my least favorite parts, I, I can't even think of what my least favorite parts were. Um, cause I, I enjoyed a little bit of everything. Like everything had some element of it that I, that I liked a lot. Um, <clears throat> the actual trip getting out here was, was a little bit rough, but, um, it was totally worth it. I was thinking it was kind of stupid. It, it was a stupid decision at the time, but I am glad that I did go to the zoo during the day on Sunday. Um, so my flight was at 1 a.m. on Sunday night, or early early Sunday morning, that is. And uh, that got me into Philadelphia about 7 a.m. I, uh, I took, a, took a lift over to a breakfast spot called... Uh, what was it called? <clears throat> well, dang... Dang, I need to look it up because I, I recommend I recommend this spot. Uh, it is called. It's is pretty near the zoo. And let's see, I have it. I have it in my saved places on my phone here. I don't remember where the zoo is. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, okay. It's further north than I thought. Um, Sabrina's Cafe. I had uh, a great breakfast there. I had the, 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 I don't even remember what it's called, but they had like egg dishes served on top of pancakes. I've never had that before. It was really interesting. And then their, um, handcrafted lemonades are delicious. But after that, I went up to the Philadelphia Zoo. I saw pretty much all of the exhibit. I saw all the exhibits. I didn't necessarily see all the animals, because they may, they some of them were like tucked away in their in their hidey holes and stuff like that. But um, that was really awesome to to go there. It is America's first zoo. I think it's something like 1874 is when it, it when it opened, or, or something like that. Um, actually, I'm gonna I I should get the exact date right. If if I'm gonna be informative, may as well be accurate. July 1st, 1874. Did I say 1874? I think I'm, I think I did. Um, so that, that was really cool. Um, I didn't even realize that when I was walking around, I learned that afterwards after I, uh, was outside of the zoo again, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. It's, It's worth checking out. Um, tickets there for adults, adult single day ticket is $24. And then they have individual um, annual passes starting at like sixty bucks. Like if you live near here, 
that annual pass for an individual, that's, that's a great, great deal because, you know, just to go for one day is almost half of that cost. But, um, yeah, the zoo is pretty cool. Uh, so I, luckily I was able to check into my hotel a little bit early. So I got a, a short nap, maybe like an hour and a half or so, um, before heading over to the show and, oh man, right from the beginning the show was so good uh first of all we had the kickoff show or the yeah the kickoff show uh starting with shinsuke nakamura versus finn balor um i really enjoyed that match and shinsuke nakamura is now the intercontinental champion it is a little bit of a bummer that we haven't seen finn really on tv at all in the last couple of months but if 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 things keep going between these two and that's uh, is a regular thing on TV now. Then I'm I'm pretty okay with that. Um, when we also had the uh, cruiserweight championship, Tony Nese versus Drew Gulak, hometown boy Drew Gulak, and Drew won this match. Lots of great stuff in that match as well. Although there were some questionable moments when Drew Gulak went against his own uh, uh, his his own, oh, what's the word I'm thinking of, he, he did some kind of flippy stuff, like, slight, slightly, not, like, jumping off the top or anything like that, but I'd argue he went against his, his core values a little bit, but, uh, yeah, both of those matches were, were, were a lot of fun, and then we get right into the pay-per-view itself, having the two matches on the kickoff show, I really liked that, and then, uh, getting straight into, Maybe the match most people were... I, I really wasn't looking forward to this match. I was just hoping that it would be okay. And it ended up being freaking awesome. Uh, Undertaker and Roman Reigns versus Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre. A no-holds-barred tag team match. Man. Like, the, it, I, I feel like the, the Undertaker completely redeemed the last two years of matches. Like... This match is better than all of those matches combined. Um, uh, I can't even remember specifics right now, but I'm, I'm really happy that this match happened and that it was as good as it was. Um, if that is The Undertaker's last appearance, i say that that was a great one. Like, the, this could be a good time to for that to be the last one. Or or whatever, or just continued having matches like that, where he's working together with other people, and he doesn't have to, he, he doesn't have to be the one carrying the match, um, he can be the one being carried by the others being awesome, along with him, uh, so yeah, that match was 17, it's, it was really long, and the, the entrances were really long, it's like, we were, already into hour two like midway through the, the second match it felt like um actually i think we were yeah uh the second match was the revival versus the usos uh the revive the revival uh successfully defended their their championships and um you know this this is another great example of the, uh both teams tag team acumen um, I, re- I really liked that match, but uh, it was overshadowed by the other tag team championship match that was just crazy good. Um, the triple threat tag team match 
later. I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Um, we had Alistair Black versus Cesaro, which was fantastic. Um, Alistair Black won the match, but man, both these guys are freaking awesome. Um, it's a three-way tie for me, my favorite matches of the night. Uh, between, uh, there's Alistair Black and Cesaro is up there. Um, the, the triple threat tag team match is up there, and AJ Styles versus Ricochet is up there for me. All three of those were just so, so good. Um, up next we had Bailey successfully defend her SmackDown Women's Championship against the handicapped team of, no, she's the one, the, the, the team of Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. Um, I thought this, this match was really good as well. Um, one of my favorite Bailey matches on, uh, on a main roster show, uh, that I can remember. I can't even remember what other matches I've really come even close to liking as much as this one. Um, the double submission moment, that was super awesome. Uh, she had like a kind of, like the guy next to me was like, what are you even doing when she's getting set up for it? And then, like, when it locked in, he's like, oh, okay, I take that back. That's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, that was even before the double submission part of it. Um, to, but, yeah, getting wrapped up into that, um, I don't even know what that hold is called. But, yeah, that was really cool. Um, a little bit a little bit bummed that, the, that Nikki and Alexa didn't win working together, but I think that could have some interesting story coming out of that. The friction, the, 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 the cracks are revealed. Things start to come apart. Uh, then we had Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley. Um, I was, uh, I was, I was really, like I said, I, my flight was at 1 a.m. that morning. I was kind of tired and I was a little bit out of it by this match, especially since it was everybody like standing up around me to try and see, but you, you know, you couldn't even see if you were standing up because they were out in the crowd so much. So, you know, I was just kind of, and I got sidetracked. Uh, Logan asked me if I knew, if I remembered a, a particular picture that I had taken of him, um, years ago. And, uh, so I, <laughs> I, I got really distracted by that during this match. I did find the picture. So that's, uh, that's, a. I mean, at least there's that. But uh, I did catch some of the big moments of this. And then the ending, that was really fun. Going up into the above the tunnel there. And then going down through into that void of the the, the thing that's clearly j- just... It was only there for them to be doing the things there. <laughs> like, there's no other practical reason for that structure to be there. But it was, uh, it was still really cool. <laughs> really cool. Um, Braun Strowman, Strowman wins after, uh, uh, power slamming, uh, Bobby Lashley off of the tunnel into a big box thing. Um, then we had the triple threat tag team match. The New Day, Biggie and Xavier Woods defeated Daniel Bryan and Rowan and Heavy Machinery to win their sixth tag team championship together. And that is super awesome. Um, we have... And I said, for the moment, we have New Day with all championships. All of them have championships, and that is so, so cool. Um, yeah, this match is just really... Oh, my God. The, uh, when Daniel Bryan got caught out of his backflip, that was um, that was my favorite moment of, of this match. And then earlier when Aleister Black got caught by Cesaro out of uh, something that he was doing, like, all those moments are so, so cool. Um, 
But I, hit, I think they won with the midnight hour, something like that. Uh, there, but there, yeah, there's some great, great tag team misdirection type things throughout this match, and uh, Heavy Machinery really shined too. Like, I probably wouldn't have been upset if if any of the other two teams won in this match. It was just that that great of a match. Then we had AJ Styles versus Ricochet. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, AJ Styles wins. He, he did get some help from from Luke and Carl, but um, man, that super stop the super the super the super aval- was it, what do you call it? It was like an avalanche reverse Styles clash that looked. That's it's probably that's like my favorite Styles clash that has ever happened so far. Um, and AJ is a champion now. The club is in full force. I am so excited to see what happens next. Um, fingers crossed Finn gets angry and joins the dark side. But on the other hand, maybe he... Uh, maybe he... he th- this idea came from... Um, uh, from Sean, he, who we were talking about the... Um, uh, about all this stuff. And he said, well, maybe Finn will come... Uh, will come in and say, hey, this isn't what Bullet Club is about, or something like that. Uh, or the club. I'm not even called Bullet Club. But, uh, yeah, I think either way, Finn's got to be involved with these guys somehow. Uh, and I'm excited to see what happens next. Um, oh, during this whole show, I, I only packed one wrestling shirt, and it's a shirt that I made, because they don't sell one, uh, an official one yet. Uh, and I made an Oni Rules shirt a while back, and because uh, it is Extreme Rules, I figure I'll, I'll, I'll wear one of my Rules shirts, my only Rules shirt, my Oni Rules shirt. So I enjoy that. I get no nobody said anything about it. Nobody noticed. <sighs> then again, I didn't really interact with a lot of people. I like went straight to my seat and maybe saw the, maybe interacted with the four or five people around me, but none of those four people noticed, so, oh well. Um, up next we had Kevin Owens versus Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> 17 seconds. That's how long this match was, apparently. Uh, Kevin just hits him with the, uh, with a tomb, not a tomb, with a stunner, and, uh, gets the win very quickly, and then goes on a rant uninterrupted about Shane McMahon, because Shane McMahon was taken out of action. Uh, he was he was hit with, what was he hit with? He was he was take he he was pretty well destroyed in that opening match. Uh, so that was pretty fun as well. Uh, then we had Kofi Kingston versus Samoa Joe for the WWE Championship. Kofi Kingston won via Treble in Paradise, and uh, yeah, I, I I enjoyed this match quite a bit. I, I was I was fully expecting Samoa Joe to win or for, uh, for a disqualification to happen or something like that. But um, I'm, I'm really happy for Kofi Kingston staying strong once again. And so we do end up leaving the night with the New Day holding all the championships. Not all, you know what I mean. And then our main event, Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch defeated Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans. Uh, this is the last chance winner takes all the extreme tools have any match for all the champions. Oh my god. For the the Universal and Raw Women's Championships. Um oh this match was the longest of the night. Wow, how about that? Um this match was like 
way better than I expected. I really enjoyed it. Like, this match, like, from... Like, as its own thing contains... Yeah, all the story leading up to it as well. But with the finish of this match, with Seth Rollins beating the hell out of Baron Corbin after Baron Corbin hits Becky Lynch with the end of days, that was freaking awesome. And it was... Like, he hit him with a curb stomp, like, three times, I think. It was a definitive end to this match. And, like, it's... Like book closed on this whole deal with Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans. But the celebration didn't last long as Brock Lesnar cashed in and defeated Seth Rollins uh, to become the Universal Champion. And uh, I got home and I was cheering for that to happen. I was a little bit disappointed that he didn't come out a couple minutes sooner and win both of the championships in a weird, weird way. But, um, I feel like, yeah, it's it was a great way to do both things. Like a real feel good moment. Yes, they overcame this stupid mixed tag team thing, but then forgot about this other crazy stipulation that exists in WWE with the money in the bank contract stuff. It is a good mix of both of those things, and I I'm ex- I'm excited. We're good. Like, yeah. Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. That's going to be at SummerSlam. That's going to happen, right? And we'll see see what happens next. Uh, What's more of a question mark is what's going to happen with the Raw Women's Championship. Um, Who is Becky's next opponent? Um, This would be a fine, fine time for Sasha Banks to return, in my opinion. But uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um... So that's pretty much it. I'll get out of here with all these wind sounds blowing in the microphone and all that. Um, Let me know what you thought about Extreme Rules. So overall, I loved the show. Being there in person probably helped that a lot. I thought the crowd was really into it and was really good for a lot of the matches and, and all of that. I saw online people really complaining about the crowd not being good. And that just wasn't what I perceived being there in person but maybe it was just my section that was really into it oh the tag team match the mixed or the the triple threat tag team match um these ladies next to me they were really into it especially uh they were especially cheering on otis and that made me enjoy that match even more um that's that's one of the reasons among many one of the reasons that i that's in my top three matches of the night because uh, they were like so so into it, and it made me it made me smile and laugh throughout the whole thing. Um, so that was really cool. Um, but uh, what was I saying? I don't know. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Overall, just great, top to bottom, great pay per view. All these pay per views have been really good. Like Money in the Bank. I know a lot of people complain about that, but like story wise, like f- the whole thing ties together. And it's it works really great. Same with this one. Like all the stuff tied. Like it, it didn't have the same through line because the two championships that championship matches that tied together at Money in the Bank, um, those are now both combined into the main event with uh, Becky and Seth both in the same match. But but still, like I thought, I think I think I think things are 
if this is the turning point into where things are headed now, I am really excited for it. And I think, uh, if, if you, if, I think that anybody who's, who may be really upset, unhappy with Brock Lesnar winning the championship there at the end, like, just, just take a second, think about the whole rest of the show before that. Um, you know, it doesn't make the entire, it maybe makes that last, that last match not as good, but all of the other matches before that, I just recommend don't, don't let, don't let any one match affect how you think about all of the other matches, how the, uh, all the, the rest of the show. Cause I thought, I mean, fair enough. If you think all of the show, every single match was not very good, you know, but if you enjoyed all the other matches, then, you know, just, just, just go on enjoying those other matches, I guess. I don't know. All right. So let me know what you thought about Extreme Rules by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen. Stay safe out there in all the infinite multiverses, and I'll see you next time here on TIW Podcast. Bye.